Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again State Representative Randy Fry. Good morning to you, Randy. Good morning, Tom. And, of course, uh, this is the uh, start of the uh, special session of the Indiana General Assembly, of course, originally called to deal with uh, tax refunds, but uh, the uh, the game changed, so to speak, when uh, the uh, U.S. Supreme Court overturned uh, Roe versus Wade. And uh, your thoughts, Randy, as uh, you start heading into the uh, the special session is uh, – Things get underway here in a little bit. Well, it's going to get underway this morning in the House at 10 a.m., uh, Tom. And uh, i got to tell you, uh, it's going to be a difficult two weeks. We've got a couple of pretty serious issues to deal with. This morning, the House will begin taking up the tax uh, refund to uh, the citizens who sent their money to the state proposed, or about $225 per taxpayer coming back to them. And uh, the Senate will take up uh, Senate Bill 1, which is the pro-life bill, and we'll see uh, what comes from the Senate. Um, Each of these bills are going to go through this normal process of committee hearing where a testimony will be taken, and I'm sure there'll be a great deal of it. And uh, then there'll be an opportunity on the floor for uh, uh, amendments on second reading and then uh, third reading, the debate of the legislation itself. So... um, this is going to be uh, a difficult two weeks for sure, but uh, the House today will take up uh, rebating the, uh, the tax dollars. We simply have more money than we need. Yeah, and that that's the thing that uh, what uh, caused the uh, the governor originally called the session for was the uh, was tax relief. You know, there's uh, you know, extra reserves and so forth. I mean, I know that the uh, when the uh, fiscal year closed out, it's about uh, six point one mm-hmm. billion dollars in uh, reserves. Right, Tom. We'd like to have between two and two point two billion dollars in reserve. It's a uh, you know, rainy day fund, so to speak. We're sending two point two five billion dollars to the teachers retirement fund. It's an older teachers fund that has not uh, was never funded. It's always been uh, just pulled out of the general general fund each year in the budget. And so, what we're trying to do is get it completely funded so that expenditure doesn't come out of the budget anymore. And then. Uh, um, that leaves uh, additional revenue that we can return to the taxpayer who sent it to the state. You know, when you're paying 10 to 12 percent more for products, and in some cases even more than that, the state received a lot more in sales tax. And so uh, we've decided to rebate the money versus, uh, Tom, uh, suspending the gas tax. It's um, not a bad idea. It's just I believe this is a better idea. And so... Uh, if you suspend the gas tax, well, 40% of gasoline bought in, in Indiana is purchased from out-of-state visitors or corporations. Um, there's no guarantee that 100% of the tax would be passed along from the gas station owner to the uh, consumer. And so uh, with giving you your tax refund, um, you can use that for gasoline if you want. You can use it for groceries or medication, or you can save it. You get the money up front, and you can do what you want with it. Um, the average Hoosier, it would take 10 months or more uh, of suspended gas tax to, to do the $225. So we uh, we uh, decided that this is a better route. Uh, another factor is that the cost of continuing to maintain roads is going up and up and up. Roads use oil. Uh, asphalt has oil in it. And so uh, it's just driving the cost higher and higher and higher. And so we have to continue to maintain our roads, and uh, we're going to do that, but we're also going to return the money uh, that's come from multiple sources besides gasoline. It's come from you know, purchases of anything, also Indiana income tax, and, and on and on 
basis they receive money. So uh, I think this is the better of the two ideas. And uh, your colleagues in the Senate were uh, proposing last week a six-month suspension on the uh, sales tax on uh, residential utilities and uh, um, such as the seven uh, percent uh, sales tax on electricity, water, gas, internet, and phone bills. Uh, is that uh, going to see the lie of day? Do you think during the session? I don't know. Uh, that's in the Senate. Um, they'll have, they'll deal with the bill that we're dealing with this week, beginning next week, and we'll see. I'm sure there'll be some of those things put in there. What the last uh, final draft will be coming out of conference committee, I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see how it goes, and. Uh, and see uh, just what the final bill looks like. Personally, I think uh, our approach in the House is better. Of course, I'm in the House. Of course I would. But but uh, we'll see what the Senate has to, to offer us, and uh, it'll have to be debated in the conference committee. And uh, you mentioned that the, those two magic words, conference committee. Of course, this is, again, uh, uh, now the uh, the tax relief bill is uh, originating in the House, is, if that's correct, and mm-hmm. then the, uh, the uh, yes. pro-life bill is uh, originating in the Senate. So once again... Once uh, those are hammered out in each respective chamber, those go over to the conference committee, and that's where uh, the uh, the real uh, seems like the real uh, uh, meat and potatoes uh, debate begins. It seems like. Well, it's going to be the final bill will be hammered out for sure. And so, what happens in conference committee, Tom, is that the House version and the Senate version have to be reconciled. No bill can go to the governor for his signature that don't pass hasn't passed both chambers in identical form. And so the House and the Senate will have to agree on what the final language looks like. Everyone has their opinion, and I want my provision, and you want your provision. Well, we're going to have to compromise at some point and come up with quality language that both chambers can pass. Um, If you don't pass it, you don't have anything. Uh, Now, with a conference committee, it's different than uh, a bill uh, when it's on the floor, like third reading, for instance. A conference committee can be turned down, and it goes back to conference committee to get another one. So you can continue, if conference committee reports don't get passed through the chamber, um, then it can go back to the conference committee, be edited, and then another version come back and, until you finally get a uh, reconciled version. So uh, it can take a long time, and it may be the third week of session that we end up in conference committee, but we'll ha- at this point we'll simply wait and see. And uh, you mentioned uh, the next two weeks. Now this is when... Uh... Uh, a lot of the uh, testimony and so forth will take place over these uh, next two weeks. And then uh, um, now it's generally you have a, a date for the uh, the long session and the sh- short session to be held. That Those are deadlines. Now, are there any hard, fast mm-hmm. deadlines for this special session to end? I believe it's the middle of August we have to be done. Um, I think that will be uh, doable, of course. And, um, but, yeah, I think it's uh, there is a period of time that we have to be finished and I, I don't uh, think we've ever had a special session in the summer. We had one last year in the fall to to uh, do, redraw the districts. But when it came to uh, something like this, uh, I, I've not experienced one. I'm not sure anybody else has. So this is certainly different, but it's uh, also the most important legislation, in my opinion, that we've dealt with in our state. So we've got to take our time. We've got to do it right. And we've got to make sure that we respect moms and babies and that we love them both, and that we do what's right for them. All right, and then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry as we take a look at the special legislative session starting today, and we'll have more on that coming up right after this. 
Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry. And, of course, uh, we hit on uh, pretty much the uh, the tax relief bill in the uh, first segment. But, uh, of course, the, the one that's getting, uh, seemed like all the headlines, is the abortion bill. And, again, this is a ban on abortion, however, but it's got exceptions to it is, uh, what, I, is what I'm reading. Yes, Tom. And uh, the bill that's introduced in the Senate is Senate Bill 1. If your listeners would like to go look at it, you can go to the Indiana General Assembly webpage, click on Legislation. And then uh, look for Senate Bill 1, and you can read what, what's being proposed. But as you will know, Tom, this is the beginning. This is where this thing's starting. Who knows what it'll look like once it gets through the House and then through conference committee. So an awful lot of uh, work has been done. Uh, many of us have been working uh, to try to get quality legislation, pro-life legislation, uh, through the House in the last few months. And uh, we're going to continue to work on it and listen to the citizens and uh, professionals who who testify this week and next week uh, in the committee on these bills, uh, on this particular bill. Um, as I said earlier, we must start with a per, uh, perspective of love for the mother and the baby. Um, if you're going to say, for instance, that a mom needs to carry this baby to term, then you better help her with prenatal care. You better help her once the baby comes. I think uh, for sure there will be a provision in there for death of the mother. Um, there are pregnancies that uh, will not uh, uh, come to a term, and uh, the complication can end up with killing the mom. Uh, that doesn't serve anybody. Uh, so I think uh, that for sure will be in the, in the legislation, but that's just my perspective. Um, you know, Tom, one of the things that Indiana is leading on is safe haven baby boxes, and uh, we are... Uh, we're adding them all over the state, but absolutely adding them in Ripley County. Um, we've got one being installed in Versailles, one being installed in Milan, and one being installed in Sunland, all in the EMS uh, buildings. Um, these boxes will come online within the next 60 days, and this offers a mom who uh, delivers her child but doesn't feel like she can raise this baby. She can place the baby in the safe haven baby box, which is nothing more than a climate-controlled bassinet, and walk away with no consequences. And the baby then is taken immediately by EMS personnel to the hospital where it's evaluated, and uh, after the evaluation, it'll be placed with a loving family for the rest of its life for adoption. Uh, so Indiana is leading the way. We have over 85 boxes. The rest of the country doesn't have a third of that, the whole country. And um, you have one there in Batesville at Margaret Mary Community Hospital. So Ripley County has uh, really stepped up and, uh, and donated uh, money for these baby boxes. When, uh, when we're going to say mom has to carry this baby to term, that we're going to need to make sure we make provisions for her in the event that she just can't raise this child. And uh, you mentioned the baby boxes. I know fundraising efforts have been underway. Now, uh, where are things standing as far as the, uh, the ones that are going in Versailles, Milan, and Sunman? They're really good. Um, 
both Versailles and Milan have sufficient money to put those boxes in and put them in service. Sunman, I think, is very close if they haven't already reached that limit. And uh, Wiedemann Heating and Cooling has uh, offered to install that box in Sunman Free. So uh, we appreciate that. And that, that kind of thing is happening all around. We have a baby box that's going to be dedicated, uh, I think, August the 7th in Vivi in Switzerland County. Um, we had one a couple weeks ago in Scottsburg, and they just continue uh, to come online. So we absolutely have to have these in order to, to provide an option for mom. And then uh, getting back to uh, the matter at hand in the uh, legislature, um, have you heard from uh, abortion access advocates and uh, and uh, also, uh, I guess, the, the pro-life folks? I mean, have you heard from a cross-section of folks as far as uh, what uh, they want you to do uh, once you uh, get in there and uh, start debating and voting? Absolutely, uh, Tom. Uh, we hear from, heard from lots of different folks with lots of different perspectives. Um, Indiana Right to Life, uh, their physicians and their legal counsel has uh, been very helpful, uh, as well as uh, I've listened to a lot of folks who have a difference of opinion. Um, but um, when it comes down to uh, doing the right thing here to save the lives of little babies, uh, that's uh, that's what we're going to do. So. Uh, um, but, yeah, we, we have absolutely heard uh, from a lot of different folks, and uh, we're going to hear from a lot more this week. Okay, so to recap, uh, if you could, uh, once again, uh, you know, go over the um, the abortion bill and also the uh, the tax relief bill, and uh, once again, a quick snapshot of how the uh, the process, uh, you know, is a recap of uh, what we can expect in the next couple of weeks. You bet, Tom. So Senate Bill 1 is starting in the Senate today, and that is the pro-life bill. Uh, you can follow that. If you want to watch the testimony, you can follow it on the Indiana General Assembly webpage. Click on the camera, and it'll ask you, you want to watch the Senate chamber, you want to watch the committee, you can watch it there. In the House will be uh, a, the uh, tax relief bill, which will uh, be debated uh, beginning today. The process starts today. The bill will be in committee, I understand, tomorrow, and uh, it'll, it'll be in its process. Both of these bills, it goes through the same process as any other bill during session. They'll go to committee. There'll be committee testimony. They'll be, uh, uh, come to the uh, House and Senate floor where they can be amended on second reading. Then there'll be third reading where the bill itself is debated. Then the bills will switch. I assume it'll be next Monday. Um, the House will take up the Senate uh, pro-life bill, and the Senate will uh, take up the tax relief bill. And then once those two bills are completed, then we'll have to go into a conference committee phase where the, the two uh, versions of the same bill can be reconciled. Then they'll be voted on again. And uh, they'll have to be uh, passed both the House and the Senate in identical form before they go to the governor for his signature. Okay. And again, folks can uh, look on the uh, Indiana General Assembly website to uh, keep track of these bills mm-hmm. and watch testimony and uh, as far as uh, you're concerned, are you uh, still taking uh, public comment on uh, these uh, on uh, both of these bills uh, as the uh, session moves on? Oh, absolutely. Um, it is uh, my responsibility to listen to uh, everyone, whether they uh, their position is uh, a little different than mine or not. And uh, we continue to listen to everyone. Uh, and I'm sure, as I said, uh, we'll uh, hear from quite a few people at the State House this week. Uh, one of the things that I would tell you, Tom, is this is going to be a very intense two weeks, and so the availability is going to be a little less than might be normally. Uh, everything is uh, pretty much uh, compressed into two weeks, and so we're going to be really busy. 
And uh, is there a, a number where, for example, that the uh, that folks can get a hold of you, where uh, you, or they can email or whatever they uh, need to do to uh, feel like they can hear their voices heard? Well, they can get on my Facebook page if they'd like and make a comment. Uh, they're welcome to do that. And uh, I don't have the number in front of me for the state house, but they can certainly use that as well. Uh, and uh, it's uh, available, so uh, they can Google that and uh, and. Uh, they can uh, get a hold of us that way. And we do have some numbers that folks can call at the uh, State House for the House of Representatives. That number is 317-232-9600 and ask for the representative you wish to talk to. Again, that's 317-232-9600 for the House of Representatives. To uh, ask for a senator, you can call the Senate, and that number is 317-232-9400. Again, 317-232-9400. 9400 for the Senate. All right, well, State Representative Randy Fry, as always, we appreciate your time this morning. Best of luck to you and the uh, rest of the uh, Indiana General Assembly as you move into the special session this morning. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Tom.